I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to the For Us podcast, the podcast for you. And for us. Ah, this is honestly, this might be up there one of my favorite things to do. Really? Like in life? Yeah. I mean, we're only five episodes in. Are we in episode five? Shout out to us. Episode five, season two. Are you guys proud of us? We we said we were going to be consistent. Yes. And we actually are. 100% um wow, but yeah this is like kicked me like crazy really she said i'll show you consistent it, she kicks me like hard like right like ryan never kicked me that hard like really? she'd be yapping me what does that mean i have no idea hopefully it doesn't mean she's as, not as uh she's not as wild as our firstborn you hope she's not as wild yeah i think that she'd be more wild i know i'm saying i'm praying because right now our daughter is i'm fighting literally wrestling my daughter to do anything if at this someone, point when it comes to like changing diapers and stuff if you could just put a camera in Ryla's room <laughs> at night honestly anytime we have to like get her dressed do anything but mainly when we're trying to put her down for bed yeah like if we could just have it just a like go live and yeah. have you guys watch that you would be thoroughly entertained but like, i know some parents already peep it like yeah, there's they know, they i don't know. i just need to know when this is gonna stop it's because i know it's gonna stop for it a second is literally like we are battling <laughs> trying to rip lasso a bull <laughs> when I was putting and on she's her, tiny when i was putting on her sleep sack literally just tonight i'm getting it and she's like twisting her entire body and y'all. holding on to the side of the crib holding on like she's spider-man i'm like i have her legs so she's like up elevated she's in a chin stand. literally as i'm doing this i said okay i can't do it i gotta wait till you're down but anybody know parents of like six-year-olds five like does it stop at some i know it's gonna stop when they're a teenager but like in these years, because yeah, she's going off. She's giving us a run for our money. My goodness. Um, but yeah, this is a highlight of... It's yeah, it's my top favorite thing right now. What Like top three. Yeah, I, I enjoy it too. I think we need to address the elephant in the room really quick. If someone's watching the video. What's podcast. the elephant in the room? Your cast. Are you, <laughs> I don't have a cast on. <laughs> There's two elephants. We'll go with mine first. Uh, I jam my finger playing basketball. It looks really bad. Okay, that's extreme. Babe, I yeah, it doesn't look good. Usually, like you say, you jam your finger, and I'm just kind of like, oh, like you're it's fine, just swollen, yeah. and you're just kind of whatever about it. Yeah. But that one looks scary. I think it might be better though. Today was like day two of it, and it's starting to, you know, it's, it's on the come look up. better. Yeah, I think that actually is a good sign. I would be concerned if it felt worse today because yesterday, looking at it, I was like, you broke your pinky. Yeah, but I've broke my thumb before, and I know what that feels like. I'm telling you though, a pinky and a thumb is two different things because I broke my pinky. And, like, breaking your pinky is not really that serious. Like, they don't put you in a full cast or anything. Oh. Well, a thumb is 
more serious because it's like mm-hmm. thumb. Yeah. Well, I'll give you. Well, I had a cast for my thumb though. Like a hard cast. Well, to play basketball, I literally, in order to keep playing, I had to. Well, this was during basketball season. Wait, hold on. You had a cast, like the one that you had to get sawed off. Oh no. Oh my gosh. No, I more had... like one of those that come up like right here, and it's like well, a you full... had a splint. No, a it brace. wasn't a splint. It was a brace. It was more like a brace. Yeah, it was a splint brace. Same thing. This is a splint. You call that a splinter. Josh goes, can you get my splinter? I'm like, what? You, did you step on a piece of wood? <laughs> uh, but yeah, jammed to playing basketball. So unfortunate because I start a league on Monday and we're shooting this on Friday. So hopefully by then I'm good. If not, I'm going to have to sit out. What time's your game? I don't know. Mm. But that's really annoying, the timing of this. Yeah. Nothing like a jam finger. The other elephant in the room, can y'all see... I don't know if y'all can show them your uh, yeah, my cord. Yeah, show them your cord and your thingy. You know so, what this this thing reminds me of? It's not Wait, even you on. Didn't turn it on. I don't even know if it's plugged in. If I'm being, oh, there it is. No, okay. <sighs> you don't blame me. You, you have it. Set me up. No, <laughs> no wonder it doesn't feel warm. <laughs> uh, no, I have a heating pad right now on my back because I had this with my last pregnancy too. Like, if you guys know, like the just the intense back pain. Mm-hmm. But I think the more pregnant I get, the more severe it gets i do need to go to the chiropractor i think that will help i've been meaning to make an appointment but anyways i have my heating pad on and i like it on high i love to be like burned same with her showers too ladies and gentlemen this is why we can't take showers all the time because savannah wants it on volcano i love to be i like actually enjoy like it kind of hurts a little yeah it's the best yeah scary (laughs) if you ask me (laughs) but yeah you got a heating pad i got a uh, splint we're just but do you know what i say did i ever even say what this reminds me of like when you're in the hospital and you have to call for the nurse oh i thought it was for like the bed oh that too but or if you have to call for the nurse i am so the person calling for the nurse (laughs) yeah all the time oh my gosh pregnancy just any and everything. No, because like I've just learned that if you need something in life like if i'm i was freezing when we were just in the emergency Mm -hmm. room yeah why would I suffer and be there freezing when I can just call a nice nurse and to do their job and bring me a blanket? That's true. No, I agree. But no, you don't. No, I do. But way. some things I'm going to just whatever. I don't want to be here in the first place. So I'm going to just speed this process up. I need my blankie. <laughs> <laughs> well, today's podcast is going to be f- super fun. Uh, we're going to do a draft. We'll sh- share what that draft is shortly. But we went to Savannah's Instagram. Um, if you're not following us there, you ain't going to be able to get in on this. But we did an Ask Us Anything Q&A. Literally, y'all sent any and everything. We're going to be talking about dating advice, um, a little bit of postpartum, I think, um, marriage advice, uh, uh what else there's some oh it's like sex life um there's so much in there i can't there's even think lot. of it right faith, now like, oh yeah faith yeah all of it we're talking about it all on this podcast and we i hold nothing back somebody asked a question about um what do you do if your boyfriend isn't helping out with the baby i'm going i got something for that yo you do i'm coming i'm coming with it okay there's no reason not to you know gotta keep it real yeah, right. um but we're gonna tap into all that and there's like 20 something questions y'all maybe i think and we're just gonna be here chilling i don't know this might be the first two-hour podcast no i don't think so i I have a bedtime we rarely crack an hour i think that's but it's full though but it's a good full yeah i feel like that's also a great length like i don't know let me know what you guys think but are there podcasts that are like 100 that are longer than an hour i listen to them all the time who upset the gram tim ross my guy, it's like he's not watching this. He has like two hour, maybe three hour podcast sometimes oh. because he's just flowing. So like, so I, I'm not going to say sometimes we could be in a conversation 
and we just get to wow. it. I guess like all the podcasts, I don't listen to that many podcasts, but the podcasts that I do listen to, I feel like they're always within like the half hour to hour range. Yeah. Which well, I feel like is a good sweet spot, but I mean, hey, I guess if you're spitting fire, then. Well, no, if it's a full podcast, I think it's good. Yeah, Our so dog I, is I, standing in the middle of the um, the, uh, gym? the gym, just sitting there. I'm going to do this and I'm going to insert this. Yeah, it's actually quite creepy. Yeah, why, why, are you she, just, why is she looking at us? And Nash is just balled up like a cat. I think Nash is a cat, truly. He's not. Anyways, well, tell them what draft we're doing today. I'm excited. Uh, hey. Who took the dub last one? The, me, right? I don't know. It's always split. I love y'all so much because it's y'all don't just y'all used to I be. I think it was me. Y'all used to be when Savannah was like doing the challenges and the pranks and all those things. I'm team savvy. Y'all was just team savvy just because. Now y'all giving your boy a chance. And I appreciate that. I love you so much. I got my rant out. But yes, what are we doing today? I feel like we always go the route of like food. Yeah. But that's because we love food. Yeah. So we're kind of still in that realm, a little bit out of it. Yeah. We're doing pop. Pop. Do you call it pop or soda? You know what I call no, it. No, I'm saying growing up. I you thought you switched to pop when you met me. No, I've always called it pop. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what do you guys call it? Pop, soda. I know some people call it Coke. Like, let me get a Coke, but they it's sometimes not a Coke. Okay, no, babe. That's a Michigan thing. No, no, no. I don't know if it, I don't think it's a here thing. Oh. I think it's, I don't know where it is. So you say soda can pop. I get a people Coke? call it soda pop. You say, can I get a Coke and they bring you any type of pop? <laughs> That's weird. Done. I've never done it. I'm just saying, I think I've heard of that before. Okay. Um, but yeah, what do y'all call pop? Because we call it pop. I feel like majority of people call it soda. Really? Actually, I, don't I think know. it depends on where you're from. Okay, well, definitely let us know which, which one you. Um, but Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors is very important on this one. Ready? Let's go. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> What's under there? <laughs> Don't, Savannah. What is, that looks like a scissors. <laughs> Don't lie. For the people that's listening, her shirt has covered her hand. Do not lie. Tell the truth, shame. Let's go. Oh, wait. I had I a had paper. The, I had a rock. I had oh, a rock. you did? I changed it. How was it pointing under there? Because my thumb was kind of up like this. <laughs> Let's go. I needed wait, I this. It was best two out of three. It's never been best two out of three on the past five episodes we've been doing. <laughs> I already know what you're doing first. Oh, everybody knows what I'm doing first. Here we go. Number one on my draft. I don't even need to look at my paper or my paper. phone. Sprizzle, spritle, spontaneously. I feel like that could be controversial, though. I can understand where they're coming from, but there's nothing like a Sprite and there's nothing like a McDonald's Sprite. I love Sprite. Like, I definitely think that's number one, but I feel like people will beg to differ. My okay. sister says Sprite tastes like dirty socks. I think she has like a different weird thing. Yeah. Destiny? No. <laughs> Not a chance. A dirty sock? I think that's what really, she said. Really? That's what she said? Yeah. yeah. Not that she like eats dirty socks in her <laughs> spare time, but I don't know. All right. What's your number one? Okay. Well, my number one was Sprite, but now you know. it's Coke slash Diet Coke. Oh, that you got to know that you have to go with one. No, because they're two different things. No, babe, we're keeping the co the diets in the together. But there's so. But you are a queen of. I'm only going to drink Dr Pepper because Dr Pepper is terrible. I never so said those terrible. Are, well, those are two different drinks to you. No, I know, but babe, that's too much. Because then someone could have like Diet Coke, Coke, Pepsi. It's just it's too much. Yeah, you just have a strong line. No, we're keeping the diets in the cokes. Together. So my Sprite is Sprite Zero. Everyone, yes. uh, Diet Sprite. Sprite. Okay. Empty, whatever, Sprite, cherry, everything, Sprite. <laughs> okay, Coke, that's smart. You, that, you had to do that. We're pretty even right now. 
We are? 100%. Yeah, actually, because there's people that are like Coke over Pepsi. Yeah. I mean, Coke over yeah. Sprite any day. Um, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go. Can I go Pepsi? I knew you were. Yeah. I got to go Pepsi. Um, Now, me personally, I think I'm a Coke guy. Um, I'm definitely a Coke girl. Yeah, but. That sounds not right. Yeah, but on both of our parts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know there's a lot of people who love Pepsi, and that's a good, strong second. I can't go anywhere else. I got to. If I'm going to do brown pop, I'm going to go. Brown pop. I have never in my life yeah. heard the term brown pop. Or brown bag M&M's Until or yellow. Until I met you. Yeah. Your, just... your black husband. Okay. And my number three. Wait. Number two. Oh, I'm on my number two. Okay, yep. okay, okay. Ah, this is so risky. I think number two, I'm going to have to go Sierra Mist slash 7-Up. That's smart. That's a, Wait, okay, no. Those are two different things, baby. Baby... That I can't okay, allow that one, one to slide. Okay, which one's better? I ain't telling you. <laughs> <laughs> which one's better? I'll give it to you. Seven up is is better. Okay, seven up. Sierra okay. Mist tastes like it's trying to be Don't sprite. Just give it to me because you know you're not even putting that on your Sierra Mist no, Sierra Mist is not going on the list. Okay, seven up is my second. Okay. That's a that's a good second. Oh. What's my second Pepsi? Actually, Pepsi and Sierra Mist are pretty even. The fact that I lost Sprite, like I feel like I just automatically lose. <laughs> no, you can make a comeback. Well, to us at least. Oh yeah, to us, to us. Yeah. Um, my number three is Fanta, Fanta Orange. That's good. That's a good. That's and your I was number between, three though. I was between another one too in that family, but uh-huh. Fanta, I think is the strongest out of all of them. Okay. If you know what I'm, oh, I know where she's going. All right, go. What's Wait, your number three? You do? I think so. Number three is Dr Pepper. Hold on, I got 100%. Because I know that people stand Dr. Pepper. People love Dr. Pepper. I like Dr. Pepper. But not that much as other people? I don't know about how much other people like it. You but, just said people love well, it. I No, yeah. I, I feel like there's people that are like avid Dr. Pepper lovers. Like I do love it, but it's not like my number one. I feel like Sprite is my number one, which Coke used to be my number one. So really? I don't know. Or like Diet Coke. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, Dr. Pepper is my third. That's your three? Yeah, what's your fourth? I'm going to stay in the vibe of orange, and I'm going to go Sunkiss. That was the worst mistake you could have ever made. There's another one out there that I'm leaving hanging? No, that's just a terrible mistake of no, putting two I got orange a, sodas on your face. It's on like having cap. Clay and Steph on the same team. You get Babe, two good like shooters. Putting, that's like putting Sierra Mist and Sprite. It'd be, people are going to be like, it's the same. Nah. There's people who like Sunkiss more than Fanta. That's one number four. I think Josh took an L right there. I, really? Because I can't taste the difference. Fanta and I haven't had those. I literally haven't had orange pop in Me a long time, so I don't even know what it tastes like. But I know that is a good addition to my starting lineup. What's your number four? My number four is root beer. Okay, and that's not the same as Dr. Pepper? Please no. someone explain, because I like someone who doesn't know about Dr. Pepper and root beer, I need to know what's the difference. They have a distinctly different taste. Is root beer, are they the same, I actually, are they the same pop, I though? I love root beer. I forgot. I went through a root beer era it was actually like my junior and senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. My friend Abby and I were obsessed with root beer. Like we loved to get new root beers and try new root beers. And we oh, loved there's different beer. flavors of root beers. Well, or you add there's like a, no, there's like a bunch of different brands and there's like old school root beer brands and like like A and W mug. Oh, yeah. is that cream soda? Is that this? okay? What is cream soda? Cream soda is completely different. Wow, in my head, all three of those have been the same thing: cream soda, root beer, and Dr. Pepper. They're all so different. Wow. Wow. I've tasted them all. They're disgusting. No. Then how are you going to say they're the same if you... Because they all tasted the same to me. No, you just didn't like them all. So you're just like, oh, they're all the same because you don't like them. All right. My last one. It's just a little cakewalk. Um, 
am I going there? Or am I going there? Do I want to win or do I want to speak for the people? I'm gonna speak for the people. And actually, I'm, I want to. I'm gonna speak for the people. Verners. Verners is my next. Is my Maybe, pop? Yeah, you're. You Verners slash ginger ale. No, you can't do that. Why no. can't I do that? No. Babe. Why? Because you were going to say ginger ale? No, mm-hmm. I wasn't going to say ginger ale. I don't okay. like ginger ale. Verners tastes nothing like ginger ale. But they are equivalent. Like people think that Verners is a ginger ale type drink. No. So you're telling me I can't do that. You can only have Verners or ginger ale. Okay, I'm going to go Verners. If you don't know what Verners is, I'm it's sorry. amazing. Actually, no, um, I'm not sorry. You can look it up on Amazon. It tastes you, like bubble gum. It does not taste like bubble gum. It cures everything. If you're from Detroit, you know about Verners. Or if you, I think if you're from the Midwest, honestly, you know about Verners. That is my draft. Okay. What is your number five? Ah, this is your chance to win. Babe, I already won. You lost. <laughs> when you put both two orange sodas, you went down the drain. Okay, my number five is Strawberry Fanta. Really? Is that a popular thing? It's really good. Have you had it? No. Just orange. Okay, strawberry is really good. Really? And and it's like, it's fifth. So it's like, it doesn't have to be everyone's favorite. Okay. So what's your top? What's your your list? Did you write them down? Yeah, I wrote Savannah always too. writes them down, you guys. Um. Okay, so I have Coke slash Diet Coke, 7-Up, Dr. Pepper, Root Beer, Strawberry Fanta. That's, okay. That's good. That's It's solid for what I had to work with after you took Sprite. But Sprite is just one thing. Well, yours is, let's hear yours. Sprite? Sprite, oh, you got Pepsi, it. Fanta, Sunkiss, Verners. Okay. I'll, the last one was I went on a limb. You lost. But, <laughs> you lost. Y'all let us know. I did. I don't think I lost that one. I do. Because Sprite accounts for like two of them bad boys on there. Babe, and you put two orange sodas. They're, they taste different. Unless you guys are the biggest orange soda lovers than Josh loses. You'd be surprised. We'd be saying stuff and they'd be surprising us. There's people who probably know the difference between Sunkiss and Fanta. You know, Crush is another one too. I, I should have added that. I definitely would have put all orange sodas in one category. I was shocked you didn't do Mountain Dew. I have it on my maybe. I was gonna that was what I was debating. Honestly, do if people, I had Mountain Dew, I would have I would have did it. Do people still drink Mountain Dew? Like I feel like in high school Mountain Dew was like a thing. Like I feel like people liked Mountain Dew, but I feel like I don't hear about Mountain Dew anymore. It's so bad for you. I mean they're all bad for you, but I don't think Mountain Dew's any more bad for you though. Oh, I thought it was like compared to like a monster oh, drink no, and stuff. Mountain Dew might have a higher sugar. Yeah, I know, because like energy. Oh, really? I think oh, I know it has like more caffeine in it? I think so. Oh don't quote me. I never knew that. Maybe we need to do like Olipops, LaCroix, and Zevias and Bubblies. That's my type of draft. 100%. Okay. Well, I won for sure. <laughs> I thought you were going to take the reins, oh, but I'll, no, I'll take babe, the reins. You always take the reins. I know, but I was like, no, I would take you the seem like you're very, you want to a- a- ask these questions. No, answer I, w- them. I would definitely take the reins if you need me to. But take you- the reins. I know I usually do. Yeah, you hear you take them. Take the reins. Okay. Well, let's just get right into the Q&A then. Let's right? go. Okay. First question. Wait, I forgot what question I was going to do first. We talked about this. <sighs> Didn't we? Something about, I don't know. Just choose one now at this point. Okay. Oh, yeah. I got it. Okay. Okay. How do you make time for spicy time with a kid? My husband and I struggle. Yeah. Um. I feel like I would. Oh, can I go? Yeah, of course. Oh. I feel like. I don't know if I'll say we struggled in the very beginning. I don't want to use the word struggle, but it definitely wasn't as present, mainly because just obviously those first, I won't say six weeks. It's honestly like 10, 15 weeks. Depending on the person, though. Some people. I'm saying for us. Yeah, for us. Yeah. 
I was going to say, some people like are able to have sex and be intimate before the six week mark. Even. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I have friends. <laughs> yeah. How's that? Oh, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> no, see, I have friends You're that funny. like they, they were completely fine. And especially if it's like not your first baby, I know it's oh, sometimes not as hard on your body. Okay. Like the second time, yeah. second or third time around. But everyone's just so different. Like the six week mark is just such a gray area. Honestly, I don't even know if we've shared this postpartum. I think you have, but I feel like the main reason we didn't like after the six week mark or whatever, because we were like going by the rules in those first. It was our first baby. We were like, yeah, we're going to wait. We're doing all this. But you had a you had a minor tear. Yeah. But you also had something else that was hindering down there or whatever that was hindering that was hindering us from yeah. uh, having sex or whatever. And I think that was the one of the main reasons because yeah, we tried to have sex and it just wasn't comfortable. Yeah, I like had to go back. So I had my six week like post uh, or uh, post. What's it called? postpartum appointment yeah. yeah and like they cleared me everything was fine i was still in like quite a bit of pain mm -hmm. but after that i had to make like multiple more I appointments because yep. i was just like still in pain and i was like okay i feel like i have a pretty high pain tolerance and i should not still like i'm not able to sit down like there has to yeah. be something wrong and then they figured out obviously what was going on mm -hmm. but anyways so yeah it, so it, in the very beginning it wasn't present i wouldn't say we struggled with it but i was gonna say yeah not struggled i think it's something that you just have to be prepared for mentally and you have to expect it because mm -hmm. you really like you for one you straight up can't be especially like at least the first few weeks like you will not be intimate like it's just not possible yeah Oh, you asking no, me? No, yeah, I was gonna let you finish. Oh, you yes, I know. You said, "Oh, you were done." No, I was just letting you talk. I love oh. listening. Oh, okay, I love listening. <laughs> um, no, but then I was gonna say, I think the best thing for us that really helped, and we also have a different situation than anyone. But like, mm. we also not only did we struggle with like my healing, obviously, or not struggle, but like we weren't having sex because I was healing, and then after that, I was dealing with a lot of like postpartum depression and like issues there. Mm -hmm. And then if you've ever been in that situation, like it's just, you don't really feel like being intimate sometimes or yeah. all the time and yeah. stuff like that. So yeah. we dealt with that as well. So mm -hmm. we kind of had a different experience, but I will say one thing that really helped us and I would not change it for the world is the fact that Ryla sleeps in her own room. A hundred percent. Like some, and co-sleeping, I don't like have anything against it. I know people that co-sleep and they love it and it works amazing. We tried it a couple times with Rye. Yeah, it just and it didn't work. But even like co-sleeping up until like they're like one oh, or okay, two, yeah. like mm. some people do that and they love it. And that would be really hard. You would have to literally choose to be intimate if they're napping, if mm -hmm. they nap by themselves. Mm -hmm. That would be like the only times really you'd really have to plan it because I mean, I don't know, unless some people People definitely do. I'd be with the baby in the bed. I I've literally seen TikToks of people saying y'all is nasty because you know your daughter is right next to you while you sleep. But I mean, do what you got to do. I ain't judging at all. No, yeah. I mean, what, if yeah. that was our case, I would be. Okay, not in the bed. If the baby's yeah, in the room, yeah. I can I can kind of be mm -hmm. like, okay, mm -hmm. not in your bed. Yeah. That's different. So yeah, Rye was also, Rye was in our room for the first. And so she was like five months. Yes, yeah. So we definitely, she eventually went to, we didn't start her off in her crib or whatever. Um, but yeah, so, but now, cause I think this person, they have a baby now or whatever. Um, for us, it's more of, it's a combination of scheduling and kind of just knowing we your partner. Schedule. Well, you'd be like, hit me up in the morning and I'd be like, all right, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> baby, but we don't, cause some people have like a schedule. What's it like? What do you mean? Like we have sex on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. 
You're lying. No, oh. I promise. Can we do that? <laughs> Can we do That's, that? Wait, people, really? I thought or, you scheduled it just as like, hey, later people. today, we're doing this. Bam. Okay, I don't know. Maybe some people, I think some people really do have like a strict schedule. And That's awesome. People also have like the expectation in their marriage to where this is how many times a week we need to have sex to feel fulfilled. Like either on either end. Mm. We don't have that. No. We just we just go by the flow of our pants. Hundred <laughs> What? I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I feel like it's a it's a mixture of scheduling and a mixture of just knowing. Like I know when Savannah is either tired, not in the mood, like I can just read the room or whatever. And for me, what is it? Do you understand when I'm in the mood? Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. I'm always in the mood. Okay. <laughs> so I mean, no, let's be real about it. I mean, I won't say always in the mood. Like if I'm sick or like yeah, if obviously. there's or tired from hooping or something like that then but let's be honest if i come on to you a thousand percent <laughs> okay let's get it cracking um but yes yeah but advice i would definitely both of y'all take initiative but if honestly if you're the woman i would take a little bit more initiative and i'm saying this you know just from experience or whatever like savannah she would tell me babe i'm tired tonight but in the morning, let's wake up before Rye wakes up and, you know, do what we do. And then vice versa or whatever. Or, babe, I'm leaving in the morning. Let's do this tonight. Or let's have Rye taking a nap. Let's go have fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, just it's honestly, it's the communication thing. I'm pretty sure we're going to mention that a lot throughout these uh, questions. But, like, make what you want known to your husband, to That's your wife. Good. What's our next question? What did you both study and do for a living before content creation? Great question. I feel like this is interesting, especially because if you guys have been around for a while, then you know we've been, I guess, doing social media like full time for what, five years? It's 2017. Yeah. So is that five years? I can't do the mm. math. Anyways. Um, but before, so I guess I can why you go is, first. Why is I was way? counting. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so prior to that, I... So what was it? What did you study or what did you do? What did you do, you do so before? I um, graduated high school and I moved to LA for dance. So I I was a professional dancer for like, well, how many years, I guess? I was in LA for like seven years doing mm-hmm. that. All together, yeah. Um, as far as studying, I, I didn't apply to any colleges. Mm-hmm. I always knew that I wanted to move to LA and pursue dance professionally. That was like my number one dream and that's just what I wanted to do. I don't think you ever shared this next part. Why are you smiling? Because I'm excited for what you're about to tell oh, me. Oh, that I did online school? Yeah, I don't think people know that. Oh, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. So I it was I can't remember how many years I'd been in L.A. at this point, but I decided that I wanted to do some online college classes. So I actually have I need like one more credit to get my associates or something. No way. Yeah. But I just I never really saw like the need for it. But I will say that I do love school and I love learning and I could definitely see myself going back to school one day. You said that before. I love that. But besides that, that's pretty much what I did. Okay. Savannah has been around the world, traveled. She heard she I just was a dancer. I know, baby, but sometimes there's a there's a difference between a dancer and a working dancer. Savannah moved to LA. I should know this because you're my wife. I don't know how many months it was before she booked a tour. Was it months or was it a year? It was like just under a year. It was just under a year. Savannah booked a tour, and that was literally her job for the next like three to four years or whatever. So she was a working dancer, traveling literally the entire world. Um, and then I came along, and <clears throat> no, but when I came along, she was still doing that. Um, but yeah, that's what you were doing before social media. 
I yeah, guess what so. were you doing? Before I was doing, okay, so I'll go the same route as you. I graduated high school. I moved to New York. Um, I went to New York for acting, for film and television. I went to conservatory. I left. So you went the college route? I went the college route. It wasn't like a traditional college route because one, I was literally in New York City. And um, it wasn't like, it wasn't giving like frat sorority. Like that's oh, what no. I think of when I think of college. Like our parties or whatever was like, wasn't in a dorm. It was at like someone's house or like okay. we go out, we do stuff around the city or it was not like there wasn't a cafeteria like there wasn't it's not your typical college experience it 100% wasn't you had to literally audition to get in it was a big situation but um went that route and then as I was in school I was working um doing like photo shoots video shoots um and things I was doing like background work of uh, acting wise and that was cool and then eventually I started I got connected with an artist and eventually that and a dance choreographer Oh, we didn't meet through him, but with with the dance choreographer who lived in Los Angeles and something was tugging me to move to L.A. So after two years in New York, moved to L.A., I went out there. People don't know this. I went to L.A. for leadership college. I don't think we've ever shared that. Really? Went out to L.A. for leadership college, uh, which was through a church. And I was taking online classes through SEU, um, which is a college in uh, Florida but they had an online thing and we had leaders pastors come in and you know talk to us and stuff like that and I did that and I did not finish that as well because I also got a gig was this playing the keys or was this Manny Wills I think playing the keys or something to go on tour I, I knew Savannah at this time which was crazy and eventually y'all know the story Savannah came to me and was like babe I think I want to do it start a YouTube channel and we're freshly dating when this happens we were yeah so um yeah, that's super long story short. If you guys watch our old YouTube videos, you would see some of say, that. So recap. Okay, so for me, I was a dancer, professional yep. dancer. You were what? Um, you kind of just gave a lot. Film and acting. musician and, musician. and acting. Yeah. Not really acting. I just went to school for it. Okay. I didn't do nothing. So you would say crazy. like film, like videography. <gasps> that's not a word. Videography is a word. It is. Yeah. Videography. Videographer videographer that's a word wow okay uh but yeah that's what we did before our now full-time job in social media i was gonna say that's like a good segue to the next question did you guys know you were gonna be together forever when you started your channel that's a great question was that one of yours or was that mine that was was yours it was mine yeah um did you know yeah i'm honestly you did yeah well, it was on the, we talked about this, I think, I don't know which podcast it was, but I was on the date to marry vibe mm-hmm. and I knew you weren't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but also didn't think like when we started YouTube, it was going to turn into everything else. I was just doing it because, you know, you said you wanted to, I'm putting my all into it. Like I said, I, I didn't just want to like, you know, half do it, but, um, that was my mentality. I'm just like, okay, let's just do it. I didn't think it was going to get into anything bigger. Yeah. I feel like some people, especially now, like, I don't know, you think about like these YouTube couples and especially when they're just dating, mm-hmm. it's like, oh no, like what happens if you break up? And especially when you're like a quite a large channel, like yep. Deer and Ken, for example, like they weren't oh, married. Names. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Everyone knows. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like, if you part ways like what happens and stuff like that so i feel like that maybe is kind of what's like stemming Mm -hmm. or like where that question stemming from where was your head when we did you think we were going to be together forever because we definitely weren't talking 
about marriage? I honestly don't know. Were we? Did I even ask you to be my girlfriend yet? When we started the channel, not like yes, I don't. Yes, yes. We went home. Yes. To Portland before we started yes. the YouTube channel. Okay. I was gonna say yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, we I guess we knew we had something in there. I had to have been somewhat comfortable around you in order to do that. I was still very shy and on camera too, but oh, you definitely. wanted to do it though. I did. I guess we just we, we felt comfortable around each other to a certain yeah. extent. I don't know. Ask me if I would have been doing any of the stuff that I'm doing now, like when I was in high school even, or even after high school, like when we met, mm-hmm. I was I never liked public speaking. Not that this is public speaking, but kind of like being in front of people. I never liked talking in front of people like just, yeah, being in front of people. The only like way I liked to be in front of people was dancing. Yeah. But that's no communication. Like you do not have to speak. (laughs) And that was the way I liked it. That's why I felt like super safe. Safe, So to like put myself out there and talk on camera was just an absolute no for me. Yeah. But I think we answered the question. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah. Sorry. I forgot. I have the questions. Savannah got the cues. Okay, um, how will you develop a good relationship with your children as they grow older? Nice. Uh, oh, you start. You want to start? Okay. I like this question because I feel like my mom did a really good job of this. And it's hard because I don't know. I look at my childhood and I just think when I think childhood, I think my high school like okay. years just because that's like the most fresh on my mind. And I feel like, I don't know, that's just like what comes to my mind. Me as like a child, I can't really like recall being like, did I feel super close to my parents? Like I'm a kid, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what I go to is high school. But I feel like I just always want our children to feel safest coming to us. Mm -hmm. And I know that's probably obviously like easier said than done, but I just never want them to feel afraid to talk to us or afraid to ask us anything. Mm And I think we do that by just creating a safe space and really being mindful of our reactions to when they do come to us with something. And when they come to us and say there are like six or they're young, like we don't even have to think high school yet Mm -hmm. because that's like so far down the down the road. Um, They come to us and they're like, hey, I lied about this or I pushed my friend at school, like whatever it could be. (laughs) Jesus, right. Don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. just really being mindful of the way we, the way that we yeah. react. I think that as well as us, cause they're going to, their examples growing up at home is us. And obviously like her little sister and however, how many we have after that or whatever, but them seeing how we interact and how we come to them with certain things or how we come to each other, mm-hmm. our tone, um, do we look like we feel safe around each other? Because if we do, then they'll feel safe coming to us. So I think um, it's a little bit, it's a little bit of that, a little bit of, you know, us um, talking to each other, respecting each other in front of them. Obviously there are certain things that we won't talk about in front of them, like that they're obviously not old enough to hear and things like that. But um, just being open, the whole entire house open, like, when Rue and Nash are talking to each other, they need stop. <laughs> um, but no, you don't. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I think. Definitely, I feel like it's it's uh, the question was how will you develop a good relationship, which yeah. is so hard because like, what is a good relationship? Yeah, and like obviously that's every parents you want like a good. I, when I hear a good relationship, I think like close relationship. Okay, um, but, but I think then, also like yeah, close but healthy too. That's what I was just gonna say because there is. 
the the fine line of okay, I'm not your friend. Mm-hmm. I am your friend, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm your parent, yeah. and like you have to listen to me. Hundred percent. So that's I think that's where I will struggle the most. Really? Because I feel like I don't know. I feel like discipline is gonna be hard for me. Wow. Like in like the teen years. Yeah. Especially because I can just relate so much. Like if we ever deal with any type of lying, rebelling, all of that, like I walked through that. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can I, just, I say this? I feel like I think total opposite because now we, I'm seeing you a year and a half later with Rye and like you've changed and you're like even more stern with the one year old with certain things. And I think by the time our daughters, our daughters are teenagers you're going to be like, I think I might be the one. I'm definitely going to discipline. I'm not stern with Rye. You are. you like, Rye, do not, like, no. Like, I, but it's yeah, like, it's, yeah, it's little, it's a little bit, but like, I'm thinking years, like 15 years down the road, like, you are literally going to, you ain't going to be playing no games. I know you. I know you. Really? I straight up see it. I don't think you're going to have a hard time doing it because you've seen it. You've seen it. You've experienced it. Um, And then, like, obviously, like, we're together and you I've talked told you how I was disciplined and things like that and there's a way to do it. And I think you're gonna I think you're gonna crush it. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, okay. If you guys end up having three girls, do you think you'll try for a boy? Speaking of kids and how many we're gonna have. Are you asking me? Yeah. No. I think okay, it's so funny because I feel like that's just like the automatic question. It's like because we have two girls, it's like, okay, we're going to try for a boy. But what if it's just like, we're going to have a third child and it may be a girl. Obviously, like, we're not going to sit here and say that we wouldn't love to have a boy. 100%. But I would love to have a third girl just as much. Easily. <laughs> really? Yes. Okay. I'm just like, 100%. Yeah. You know me. No, like, I know, I know. I, I just... would love to have a boy. I feel like it's a, a dream girl, sometimes. Uh, a girl. No, I'm saying a boy. Oh, a boy. Like, okay. I would love to have one. It's like a dream, but I'm not going to... I'm. It's not going to be like, oh, oh dang. dang. And I'm definitely not going to be like, oh, dang, let's have another one. And it's not like if you're a parent of five girls or a parent of five boys, you're not going to sit there in your whole life and wonder like, I wonder what it would have been like if I had the other gender. Like, it's just not that way. Can't be. At least, I don't know, at least not for us. Yeah. Um, But I think if we have three girls, because mm-hmm. I can we say we want a third? Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you. <laughs> we're not. I am 100 percent not convinced only because oh, no, we, we haven't definitely are having a third. Savannah is and please. I know there's moms who can relate to this, but Savannah has been talking about a third already. And obviously, baby number two isn't here. But I think that's your I don't know what that is, but like that's that's <laughs> I don't your, know what that that's is. your thing. I me, I'm going the route of I don't know yet, mainly because. Rye is so much. <laughs> She's so funny. She's hilarious. I love my baby girl so much. And the second one, I'm. It's gonna be just. I don't know what it's gonna be. I know she's gonna be a lot too. Oh my! In God. the best way possible. I'm not saying a lot like in a bad way, but like I don't know. I'm like, and then I was raised with just me and my brother growing up or whatever. Yeah. I have more siblings now, but I don't know. I could be yeah. fine with two. No, I I agree. I actually just saw a TikTok the other day, and it was like. It puts it put it into perspective a little bit for me because it was like, do you want another child to raise up or do you want another baby? Because there's a difference. <laughs> That's so real. Because Savannah, every time she sees a little, little baby, like a six month old, seven month old, we were just around a seven month old this past weekend. Savannah was already like itching to have her baby already. And I yeah. think you just want another baby. No. 
How about we revisit this when our babies are older? Yeah, we'll definitely revisit. But anyways, um, if we have three girls, You'll be I done? feel like we would be done. Okay. But I, I really don't think it has anything to do with the fact that like we don't have a boy or we do it like whether or not we have a boy or not. Yeah. But um, That's a good question. Okay. POV on your responsibility to educate yourself as a white mom raising a biracial child. <sighs> Let's talk about it. This question, we actually, this was like one of the repeat questions. This, and then I get this question a lot too. Um, how, well, I got this when I was pregnant and mm. I even get it still now. Like really? how will you educate yourself on how to like do your daughter's hair? Is that just, annoying? It's not annoying, but it's just kind of like, I don't know. I put this question in here just because I was like, I can speak about it, but I'm also just like, isn't that just obvious? I don't know. You, you by you saying that, that's going to put people's, that's going to put everything into perspective because people, I guess they don't know when they see you, I guess they just don't know. It's hundred yeah. percent obvious in our home. It's like, it's duh. Like you have hundred percent have talked about this. It's hundred percent in your mind. When you married me, like we're having kids, like I'm black. It's the obvious, but it's like, but people need to hear it, I guess. I guess. Yeah. But even just like the hair question is so bothersome. What's the hair me. question? Like, do you, what are you going to do? Like, do you not going to know how to do like your daughter's hair? It's like, I, how would I just like not know as her, as her mom? Why would you not? How would you not know? Why would you not do research? Why would about I not it? ask? Like, if I needed help, like, okay, obviously, I haven't really like fully experienced this mm-hmm. because her, if our we hair. Want to talk about the hair. Yes, she doesn't even have. Ryla has like hair. my texture of hair, which is wild. So, anyways, but it's just I don't know. I just find these questions so interesting, and I think that if you're a parent in general, you have to teach your child about racial equality and racism and everything that comes with it. I do understand the weight of being biracial biracial and then also just like black like that's different and i i see why i get the question because it's like obviously i'm white and my child is not Mm -hmm. like well she's half Mm -hmm. white Mm -hmm. um so i do understand why why i get asked that question but i just feel like it's just common sense to me i'm like of course like what do you mean like i don't feel i don't know you don't feel weird about it no but someone else did ask me like do you have kind of like fear around raising and mm. um, like mixed children and that I would say honestly like I don't want to say fear but it's it's definitely a thought like I just saw um a mom that I follow she's uh their kids are biracial and she w- it was like this whole long post about how her daughter had went to school and she wanted to wear her hair like down she usually does it like up in a mm-hmm. bun or something and she wanted to wear it out and like curly mm-hmm. and I guess her friends told her their hair looked like silly and crazy and she's like i think she's like four or five like Mm -hmm. she's young yeah and regardless doesn't matter how old you are but and she was just like ranting like about how upset she was and i was just fuming reading it because i was like this is crazy like this is really i mean it all starts with the parents yeah but then it's also the parents of the other kid yeah Mm -hmm. but it's also hard because it's like kids will be kids yeah and so it's like what what do you do i don't Mm -hmm. know i was just like frustrated when yeah. i was like reading that and thinking about that stuff like that could happen to us mm-hmm. um but yeah i think it's just definitely educating yourself and understanding that i will have to learn how to parent and raise our children differently than i would have if they were white yeah i think another thing is is especially if you're in an interracial relationship marriage is knowing that and i'm saying this to you and you i've said this off camera but knowing that I have your back knowing that the black side of your family 
has your back when it comes to educating, when it comes to, hey, you want to know this? Okay, bet. I got you. Comes to, hey, can you, like you say, hey, can you do this for me? Like things like that is it's you taking the effort to want to know because sometimes that's the only thing you can do. Right. It's you, you know, wanting to research. And then it's the other half of, you know, us actually helping you or whatever and accepting that. Cause right. I see that when we have talks, especially when there's something racial going on in the world and things like that. Um, and like even talks with like your mom and stuff like that too. I love that so much. I appreciate that so much because I'm seeing effort. I'm seeing okay, maybe I don't know what it feels like to be a black person. I know that I'm privileged. And like, like when I hear these things, I'm just like, okay, that's, that's it. That's the first step to it or whatever. And um, yeah, so that would be my advice to any other that someone's white in, a, in an interracial relationship or, you know, not white, but just in an interracial relationship, knowing that I'm saying that as, as a black man, I got your back. You know what I'm saying? Like your spouse should have your back when it comes to that and not leave you out there looking crazy right yeah that's good yeah how should someone who isn't as close to god but wants to be start their journey that's really good should we talk from experience yeah or however you want to answer it um well yeah no let's let's talk from experience because i don't want to because for me well both of our experiences are different um i got baptized when i was like 10 but before that i knew what it meant to be a believer. I've been in church my entire life. Um, you guys know that whole spiel. Um, but honestly, like for me, once I got to like, I think it was a sophomore or whatever, that's when I actually had a relationship with Jesus. Um, and the main thing I was doing something so practical. Um, and at the time it didn't seem like it, but I was like idolizing pastors and it, it, what it's terrible now to think that I was doing that and to think what I was thinking about these pastors and things like that. But at the time I was, but it was propelling me wanting to get in my word to study, um, get in my notes app. I still have notes from high school of messages that I've heard of pastors that I was thinking about. Rue, why are you back there? Um, um, but practically I was literally just watching sermons, taking notes on each sermon being in my word, and this is me sophomore year in high school who wants to have an actual personal relationship with God um, and just repeating that repetition until I got older and learned more about community. What is our dog doing? She's. Do you have chips under there? No. There's there's chips, chips or something. Ruru. Chips. Guys, I'm so sorry. We're having like a serious moment and our dog is eating. Now, obviously getting to the point of where I know about, you know, having community, um, actually dissecting the word, getting the word, having people hold you accountable. That's a whole nother thing. But I would say the practical part in the beginning was, was that for me? What about you though? In the very, where's the question? Oh, um, oh how, how should someone, okay. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. I would say like, definitely read your Bible. I feel like that's one of the number one things place that, to start. yeah, I feel like you just literally can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, I obviously, I don't, you guys, most of you guys, I think know this, but I wasn't raised in church and I didn't grow up a believer. Um, so I got baptized and gave my life to Christ uh, in 2018. I think so, April. This is 2018? I don't remember. I, I'm so yeah, it was a year years. after we met, I think. Okay, yeah, I think so. So, um, but I do feel like it's crazy to look at like where I was then and where I am now with my faith. Like it is night and day Mm -hmm. so i feel like there's a difference between like giving your life to christ but then actually walking it out and like living in relationship with him 
And I feel like that's just like an ever-changing thing, especially for me. I feel like I go through seasons where I I won't lie, I do feel like, where is God right now? And it's it's hard and you question and I feel like that's all like a normal part of your it's faith a relationship. journey. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's it's an up and down type of thing. But um I would definitely say reading your Bible and just something simple. Like I know for me, if I start my day that way, even if it's literally just 10 minutes, I used to, um, it was in 2020, actually I did the, I read the whole Bible and I was so like kind of strict with myself. And I was like, I need to do this every single day. And I would get behind some days and Mm -hmm. then I'd have to catch up. But I feel like now I've, especially since becoming a mom, I don't have as much time and I've just come to terms with that. And so it doesn't have to be like a regimented thing. It doesn't have to be like, let me wake up 20 minutes. It's really just like wherever you can. And then also if you can't read your Bible, like two days or even like five days in a row, like don't be hard on yourself. Turn on a podcast, turn on a sermon. Like just, or just like pray. Pray. Yeah. Spend time with God. Yeah. Whatever way you can find to spend time with God throughout the day. It doesn't have to be, sitting down and having a full Bible study. Cause I used to think that that was like mm-hmm. my Jesus time, but you can literally have Jesus time in the grocery store. It's great. So awesome. Turn some worship music on too. Yeah. Yeah. There's more- <laughs> I'm just saying those are like practical things. Yes. If- we, we worship every day in our house. So, <laughs> uh, what's next? Next. Okay. Mm, let's see. How did you guys form such healthy, strong communication skills? Definitely trial and error. Definitely. Because in the beginning, it was terrible. Lying, cheating, me, just no, didn't know what I wanted. Um, and I couldn't communicate that. Um, and that, like I said, happened with through child, trial and error. And eventually you get to a point where it's like, okay, you know me. I know you. Savannah literally says she, like, babe, I know when you get silent. I know this, blah, blah, blah. And she do. And even, I, same, even same still, thing. Yeah. I was going to say really quick, like, we're not perfect at this, Mm-mm. but I will say, I feel like we do have a pretty good grasp on communication with each other. I agree. And it's so cool to be able to say that because even like two years ago in our marriage, we couldn't necessarily sit here and say that. Nope. So yeah, I feel like it really is just a, it's a learning experience and you just have to be in it for the long haul. I love it. I feel like communication is, you hear this all the time. It's key in relationships, but you can't expect it to just come so easily mm-hmm. because it is hard. Yeah. It's hard to be vulnerable and open up sometimes, even with your spouse, like the person that knows you the best. So I think it's just keep, keep on trudging. <laughs> I love it. Good. <laughs> it's really good. I got nothing to say after that. Okay. Um, first time mom, I'm so nervous about marriage changing with baby. Any tips on that adjust- adjustment? Hmm. I guess, oh, I guess the shy answer this it's is just, just first time. Well, mom. no, I mean. I, I, we can both uh, talk about it. I I would say, I think we, well, I feel like every first time parent would probably agree with this, that you feel underprepared. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's a way that you can, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe, maybe there are some parents out there that were like, I was 100% ready for this change. I knew how much it was going to affect my marriage. I knew exactly how it was going to make me feel for us. We were pretty shook with how it affected our marriage. And we had a, a, a really tough time with adjusting to being parents. And I feel like most people would say it is tough, but then I'm sure that there are parents that were like, Oh, it just felt like, 
you know, mm-hmm. seamless for us. What was the question? <laughs> no, that's good. No, I was. Yeah, I forgot the question. Um, how do you adjust being a first time? How does your marriage? Oh, your marriage. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, so I would say go into it with zero expectations. And then also knowing that it will be the biggest life change that you'll ever good. probably ever experience. Good. Go on with that mindset. That's good. You don't have anything? No. Okay. I've, I've, I love listening to you and you're answering them perfectly. I don't need to add on. You're so sweet. Okay. Can you? Oh, sorry. Actually. Okay. Okay. This one. Mm. Crunchy, silky, or scrunchy parents? I saw this question and I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? But I am a little bit. <laughs> you don't, You have no idea, huh? Uh, I'm silky. No, baby. Oh, okay. okay I don't want to so be silky. I don't I've, know what that means. I've seen this on TikTok. Explain a little bit. What crunchy, well, silky? Remember we and saw there was like some about being a crunchy parent. parent yeah. yeah, and we're like, what does that mean? What are those three definitions, please? So silky, silky parents are typically seen as moms who ascribe to Western medicine, use disposable diapers, so disposable like yes. norm, normal diapers, don't see anything wrong with iPads, fast food, and other modern conveniences. Earthy. No. Uh, no? No, no. Disposable is what we use. Oh, disposable. Normal diapers, they don't see anything yes, wrong ma'am. with iPads, fast food, and other modern. Don't see nothing wrong. I didn't hear you say don't, say, don't see okay, nothing wrong. Listen. I thought you said didn't, they don't do oh. that. <laughs> yeah, I heard you loud and clear. I'm ignoring. Keep going. Okay, crunchy moms are typically seen as taking a more holistic approach. They choose unmedicated births, buy technology and plastic-free toys, eat organic, and wrap their baby in cloth diapers. The last one? Scrunchy is a mix of the two. I think we're scrunchy. I think we're definitely scrunchy. But definitely more silky than crunchy. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Okay. I think we're definitely a mix. Yeah. Because... Yeah, like I, yeah, I think we're, I think we're like straight down the middle. Okay. Because I love, I love knowing like what is in the food that I'm eating, the ingredients. For sure, for sure. And we're but like then that. I also, but same thing, other end of that, I don't see a problem with fast food. No, I'm giving my daughter, I'm going to vlog it too and put it on TikTok. My daughter's going to have McDonald's. I've had this idea for so long because I feel like we weren't able to have that moment documented and it's so special. I'm documenting when my daughter had McDonald's. Sorry, I was a sidebar. She would love McDonald's fries. She probably would. Something wrong with it. Yeah. But yeah, we're I would definitely say we're scrunchy. Oh, that's why it's an S. Yeah, we're definitely a mix. Okay. For sure. I just had a revelation on silky Oh, why and it's crunchy, crunchy and yeah. yeah. All right, next questions. It's uh, next question. It says, Sav, have you ever played video games slash two K with Josh? I love gaming with my boyfriend. I just thought this was a fun question. That's sweet. I actually just played Madden the other day. That was so fun. But I, not like a full series, like we no, each have a controller. I just gave her the controller and she He was kind of trying to teach me yeah. a little bit. But I just think this I've I put this question in here because I just feel like it's just so important for, you know, you guys to have your individual individuality in relationships and marriage and things and like having the spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend respect that as well. Mm-hmm. Cause I can see this person respects their boyfriend when he's playing video games and things like that. And you too. At, at first you didn't. Savannah didn't like me playing video games. Maybe not in a, not when? like, not like, Oh my God, you're playing video games. But like sometimes you would rather us well, like do something. Yeah. Or something. But then like it got to a point where but I never made you feel like, Oh my gosh. Like, are you serious? Like, I never got no. actually mad at you about it. 100%. I know it would be all jokes. And I feel like some people really do, but there's a deeper, there's a deeper meaning. 100%. Maybe he's not doing something that... He's falling behind On something else, else and he'd yeah. rather go play video games or whatever. But, no, I, I, I respect that. I love that. Not saying you have to play video games with your significant other, but... Um, 
we've done that before and it's just something doing something that the other person enjoys literally just quality time i do stuff that you enjoy you do stuff that i enjoy and that's just that yeah, so like that. um yeah were you nervous to marry young it's be a quick question no neither was i why do we for not, not feel anything i also don't feel like we are that young people consider 20 23 yeah we, oh we're 23 or were we 22 i don't remember no, we were 23 yeah people consider that young honestly i consider that young because 22 and 23 year olds nowadays i can't imagine they're like not not some of them there's a lot of mature ones but like what this generation looks like now i can't imagine some people getting married yeah i guess i just didn't feel like quote-unquote young we felt ready but it's funny though now looking back i feel like we were so naive i agree not in getting married not making the decision to get married but just in so many other aspects and like we've grown so much in just three years yeah but no i wasn't nervous at all and i didn't feel like not prepared or feel like i needed to live more life before being married not at all no 100 percent. how would you deal with your boyfriend i love this question not helping with the baby oh you said you had something to say i do but you you want to start with it you said something and (laughs) from the jump but oh i I said i would tell him to get out wow but no but no don't do that yeah i mean I think for one, this is already extremely difficult to answer because it's I can't give like what advice I would give if you were married because it's, very true. it's just different. Yeah, well, they're not and married we, and we don't understand like that dynamic because mm-hmm. we are married with a child. Yeah. So it's different. But I'll just say speaking to like if from my personal like if you weren't helping, mm-hmm. I think the number one thing is to make sure that you have properly communicated what you need expectations. Yeah. And I think I like, because we even struggled with this a little bit, like not with you helping with ride more like me understanding what, what you need. Yeah. Just certain things like we, we, your significant other cannot read your mind. So if you're upset that they're not helping, but you haven't really kind of sometimes, you know, some people need it like more spelled out for them. Like I want you to do this diaper change or I want you to do this or that, like whatever it is that you feel like you need, mm-hmm. just really spell it out and like have an actual conversation about it. Yeah. But if you've done that and you still feel like they're not helping. Gotta go. Yeah. Gotta go. hundred percent. And I know it. it's a lot harder. Like if we were just speaking of a boyfriend and girlfriend relationship and you felt like your boyfriend wasn't meeting your expectations or like just giving what he needed to give in the relationship, I would say a hundred percent. He's not the one having a child in the mix does make it a lot more difficult. That Mm -hmm. is the father of your baby. Um, But that at at the end of the day, like don't sacrifice your happiness just because you two had a child together because you can still raise up a healthy, happy child. They can have a great life Mm -hmm. and don't, don't like sacrifice. I would just look at what are his patterns with everything else with life. Um, why aren't y'all married yet? Not asking you, but like, why hasn't he put a ring on your finger yet? That's that's what I'm going to start with. Because if he's giving you a baby, he's clearly, unless it was an accident. I was going to say, yeah, you don't really possible. know their situation, yeah. But if, I don't know how long you've been dating or whatever, what's what's stopping him? Like, does he not have a, does he have a commitment problem? Like, what what actually is it? Because if he's not, if this is like your story, like if he's not helping with the baby and you want him to, and if you've articulated that to him, He's got to go. He's not probably one, not going to propose. And two, he's probably not going to start helping, helping all of a sudden or whatever. But definitely make clear expectations on what you want. 
because one you if you do your part then that's it i would also just pray if you have family to help and things like that 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 truly helps say, yeah but on like anyone else in your life that could help you because honestly you're gonna feel more alone if you're raising the child or like doing everything for the baby with your boyfriend there but he's just giving nothing that feels way more alone yeah than if he were to just be out of the picture yeah you're still doing everything regardless. So I feel like it's way more isolating, honestly, to have him just there and just like making it worse. And sorry, homeboy, if you're watching this, which is significant other, come on. I'm right. I'm right. Let's talk about it. Like what? Let's, let's get to Let's get to that next level. I I want you to get married. I want you to be helping out with your family too. Real men are with their family. Our dog is shaking her entire boots. I don't know if y'all heard that. Um, But yeah. That's that. All right. Next question. This kind of goes to my next question. Dating advice. A lot of you guys asked about long distance dating. Maybe we'll do a full podcast on that or something. But like a lot of people asked about just straight up dating advice. And I love this question. Just like what's one thing that you could give for maybe a mistake that we made or anything like. I feel like one thing that comes to mind for me is just when you're dating, you have to be willing to be vulnerable and you have to put yourself out there. If you are just closed off, it won't the relationship won't evolve. Mm-hmm. And I, I understand that like some people take longer to open up than than others. But if you are not willing to be vulnerable, it won't, it won't. Work. At what point in the dating? Like a few months in? I mean, I think it's different for everyone. And okay. I feel like in the relationship, you'll be able to feel it. But just like you have to be comfortable, vulnerable, which actually I will say comfortable and vulnerable, but being vulnerable will be uncomfortable and you have to be okay with that. Good. So I think just vulnerability is yeah. important in dating. Um, I think, and this is just coming from experience, handle your baggage, truly handle your baggage before you get into a relationship. Um, with me, I had not handled my baggage, whether it was um, still communicating with an ex, whether it was not mentally being like ready to be in a relationship. Um and me bringing that baggage in to a new dating um, relationship uh, that ca- it caused a lot of problems. I could, I felt like I couldn't be vulnerable when, which is what, you know, Savannah just said, like being vulnerable because now we see if I was vulnerable, who knows, maybe Savannah could have left me or maybe Savannah could have, you know, got upset or whatever if I was vulnerable with her. But I don't know what that would have what at that time. I don't know what that would have done. Now we know it, it would have been great for us to start off with that because years down when we were dating, it's, it, it didn't, uh, it wasn't, uh, I felt like it wasn't going to be good. Yeah. Be well, I was too, and like the thing is, if you are feeling a type of way about like, even just something like personal that you, about your life that like you maybe are embarrassed or you don't want to share with like this person that you're dating. If they can't accept you and everything that you are, then like it's not meant to be. Yeah. So be okay. Like being single. And I know this is, I'm not going to get too deep. I know this kind of contradicts what I was saying a couple podcasts ago, but I'm not contradicting myself. I'm just saying when you get in, this is, I'm saying this because I didn't, I wasn't like this. Um, Have, be okay, like in your own person is essentially what I'm trying to say. You have to be okay. You have to be happy, healthy, and whole as your own individual before you can ever do any sort of pouring into it, another yes. relationship. And I wouldn't start off pouring into you know other relationship. Obviously, you gotta you know figure out the waters and things like that. But um, 
handle your package, get you together before you getting into it with, with somebody else's. And when you're together, you'll know if somebody else, if that person is, you know, bringing in baggage and things like that. For us, we didn't at the time. Um, but we nipped that in the bud. You nipped me in the bud real quick. Nipped you in the bud. <laughs> What's a nip in the bud? I don't know. Nip in the bud. The more no we idea. say it, it sounds wrong. Is it something to do with a flower? Oh, Nip a bud. But I don't know what. I have no clue. I was just guessing. Yeah. But I do hear, like, I, we say that all the time. I don't really know what it means. <laughs> Last question. I like this question. Uh, if your family had an aesthetic, what would you describe it as? I've never thought about that. Neither have I. That's why I was like, let's flush this out on the podcast. I feel like I say, like, that's my aesthetic, but I don't even know. I don't have an aesthetic. I don't. Th- I think our aesthetic. I'm just gonna start. I don't know what words you're looking for, but I'm thinking, like our style. No, like just our life, our just vibe. as a family, our okay. vibe. Okay. Um, don't really care what other people say. Um, we are we're scrunchy parents. <laughs> Whereas, like, we're scrunchy. You know, using that. Um, what else is our aesthetic? We are, we're clean. That's nice. You know, clean to a certain, as in like, I'm putting on hand sanitizer every time I come in the car. showers every day. Like, yeah, hygiene is important. Babe, I thought you were joking. That's great. It is. I'm serious. I mean, I mean. that's good. You know, you taught me to be more clean. When you say that, you mean like, no shoes on the bed, stuff like that. Not like hygiene. No, no, not like shower, but like. Hand sanitizer, shoes on the bed, like outside clothes, all that I think stuff. that just came from, uh, my dad is really like that, and then living in New York. Yeah, really. but I was so reckless before I met you. Yeah. Uh, reckless? No, reckless in the clean. Yeah, I'm sorry. Re- yeah, reckless in the clean area. Okay, but also. <laughs> that just gonna, scared me. People are going to so twist this. Like What? I, I showered. Yes, that's I what I'm was, saying. It wasn't about hygiene. It I was feel just, like being a dancer, though, you're just like, we're so reckless. Like, we will, like, nasty. like, we'll touch the ground and dance, and then we'll just, like, eat our goldfish, and we don't care, and we don't wash <laughs> our hands. <laughs> that's probably so relatable for dancers right it there. It really is, but. Um, what else what are, is our aesthetic? I don't know. Like, oh, no, you're doing a great job. I'm just thinking of, we love fashion. We we're love just saying food. stuff we love. Yeah, what is an aesthetic? I don't know. Like, when I think of aesthetic, like. Well, okay. I, I feel just, like. When I think aesthetic, like I can think of couples that come to mind where I'm like, their aesthetic is beige. Beige <laughs> like, or like you know, the like, beach. Yeah, like beachy vibe. Like yeah. we don't really have like a. We're grungy. Okay, yeah, I can see that. But like a clean grungy. We're kind of like, yeah, because we're not, we definitely aren't like beachy vibes. No, I you love would love to beach, have that vibe. Though. Yeah. But our vibe is more like. Like, <laughs> like if we go to the beach, Savannah's going to be all beach. I'm like, ugh, get me out this sand. Baby, you're coming around. Baby, I don't like the beach. And it's not that I don't like Baby. it. It's just, it's whatever. It's just We're gonna like We're going to have a grass. house on the beach one day. You better speak that to existence. Yeah, either California or Hawaii. So you can choose. <laughs> and I won't be going to the beach, though. Well, yeah, you will be. I feel it's like people who live backyard. on the beach don't go to the beach all the time because you're at the beach. I'm going I opposite I can't wait way. for our beach house. Okay, we're going somewhere totally Anyways, different. Anyways, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I think you did a great job explaining our vibe. You got nothing else? Let me see. Um... You said not. You don't do makeup. You rarely wear makeup. I would say yes, but lately I've been wearing makeup. Lately you it's have weird, been, but it's because we like shoot TikToks every single day. Not that I have to do my makeup for TikTok, but I feel like I honestly, since I've been getting ready like more often, I feel like I'm more productive. Yeah, 
But I do, there is nothing like just like no makeup, especially in the summer. If we lived in a beach town, I would never wear makeup. For sure Literally not, because you're just going to want to be out and just laying out and stuff. But especially when we were in LA too, it's it's been different. Like I feel like something about the cold, I feel better when I get ready. Mm-hmm. So like when we lived in LA and Texas, I would just like no makeup all day, every day. Yeah. But then being in Michigan with like the winter, I'm like, I'll feel better about myself if I can get ready. <laughs> I don't know. Well... I don't know. Y'all tell us what our aesthetic is. What do you guys think? Because I, Yo, we just came up with a whole bunch of random stuff. Yeah, definitely let us know. I'm so curious. What Athletic. Other... Yeah. Like we love, we love to be active. I guess I can't even like think about that just because I feel like I've been pregnant for 40 years. Yeah, but you are though. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, y'all. Well, that was a very fun, that was longer than an hour, I think. Wow. And you was over here talking like we know every day. But I, th- I didn't, think we it was. We didn't even answer all the questions either. No, we didn't. There were some that we didn't didn't get to. But maybe hit us up on DMs, or maybe we'll respond to some comments. If you guys have more questions, yeah, let us know in the say, comments. Or like, I think we mentioned this in a vlog recently, but it would be good if you guys could comment on this too and let us know just like specific topics you want us to hit on the podcast. Yeah, because that's always super helpful helpful for us because. Mm-hmm. We like to talk to each other and just like we have fun doing this, but mm. we want to know like what you guys specifically want to hear. For sure. Um, gonna keep saying it, but thank you guys so much for the love. You guys are truly rocking our socks off with the support you guys are giving us. That I, know, so I know. I know. So nerdy and dad. I know. Cute. I know. It was rocking cute. our socks off with the support. You guys are the, the views, the engagement. Um, it's all just over. Just It's amazing to see. I love it so much and I love you guys, but. We uh, will see you in the next podcast. You got anything? I'm about to go eat some Raisin Bran. Wow, really? Either that or ice cream. I haven't decided, but I think Raisin Bran. Was Raisin Bran in your cereal draft? Of course. Oh, it was. Okay. Because I know a lot of people... We love Raisin Bran. We're loving Raisin Bran. Okay. Well, we love you guys, and uh, we'll see you next week.